Hey, thanks for tuning in to Reality Knocking Podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. Today I'm going to be talking about knowing yourself. It's big, it's super important. So um, let the show begin. So it's very important. It's very important that um, that we as a as a as a people, individually and holistically, always seek to know thyself. I um I've come to understand that the more we know who we are, the better equipped we are at moving forward in life, making decisions. Um, seeing things, having the proper perceptions, um, and gaining a level of understanding that wouldn't been there without knowing yourself. Knowing yourself gives you that wholeness that most people talk about is when you truly have this self-actualization and knowing who you are. So how do you do that? How do you get to a place of doing that? Because you hear a lot of times where people say, know thyself, know yourself, know yourself, understand who you are, figure out what you like, all these things. Well, how do you do that? How do you know yourself? So I'm going to give you guys some pointers of what I've learned throughout my life on some of the things that I put into practice to help me, that has helped me tremendously in knowing who I am. And number one is follow your inclinations only if it's rooted in rationality and not simply emotional impulse. You know, the thing about it is our inclinations are super powerful. Um, I've been reading a book by Robert Greene called Mastery, a great book, a really great book. And um, actually, I thought I wish I read it when I was (laughs) maybe 17 but it's a really great book. Highly recommend for anybody, any walks of life. Uh, man, women, children, adult, regardless. And um, he talks about inclinations in there. And how, you know, to ultimately get to your purpose in your life is to um, to be able to listen to your, um, and, and, and follow your inclinations. But not in the sense of where your inclinations are emotional impulses, things that you feel in the moment. Um, simply because of, you know, outside influences, societal influences, or, um, you know, social norms or anything like that, but really a a, a deep yearning that is within you that you know, that is there. Just similar to me making this podcast, you know, I have that deep yearning that I want to be able to give these type of information, these type of knowledge, so that people can live more of a whole life. Um, and walk through this journey with me as I live my whole life. And so I share the things that I learned that is helping me to grow, to to become more um, at peace with myself. And I want to be able to share that with you. And so it's because my inclination leads me to do this. It's not because of an emotional impulse. Actually, my emotions tell me, um, you know, just chill, watch some TV, do some other things. But really, I know that deep down, um, my inclinations tells me to do this. And so you got to be able to follow your inclinations. You got to be able to hear your inclinations. And um, 
Because that's going to lead you to your purpose. That's going to lead you to understanding yourself. Two, listen to what others say about you, about who you are, and look for the similarities. So when you look to what other people say about you, about who you are as a person, um, it's not necessarily the things that they say um, in particular to maybe a, a situation that you're in or a situation that maybe they somebody felt like you could have did better, you could have treated them better, you could have spoke to them better. Not in that sense. You want to listen to what other people say. Um, not that those things don't matter. I mean, we want to be reflective on everything in life and we want to be able to be uh, to, to be good listeners. But more so, you want to hear the similarities in what people say. You know, we encounter different people all throughout our walks in life, whether it's in relationships, friendships, um, coworkers, associates, whatever it is. And there's always a common theme, a common theme about who you are, about your personality, about your character, about what they see in you. Um, and that's the things you want to come to terms with and you want to weigh those things because it's probably right. And so um, that gives you a very clearer picture. And a lot of times we don't want to admit it because sometimes it can be negative criticism or positive, um, positive things. But we have to be able to listen to what others are seeing um, because sometimes we are in our own minds because of um, it could be many things, insecurity, self-hate, whatever it is. Um, or just bad perception that's causing us not to see what everybody else already see within us. So definitely listen to others about what they say about you and look at the similarities. Number three, learn to listen to your intuition and follow its lead. So before I said inclinations for number one, but when I mean intuition, you know, um, some people say, well, inclination, intuition is is the same, but actually they're very different. Um, intuition is more is more so a voice um, a voice it's 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 a vibrational energy that speaks to you um, about situations that speaks to you um, and it doesn't come from a place of fear it doesn't come from a place of hate it doesn't come from a place of anger frustration or any of those things the intuition never comes from there it's it's a small still voice and it usually comes from a place of love um it's uh, it's like the center control unit of love that's within you that is telling you you know what you should do how you should do it um um or you know is this situation a good situation is um should I be doing this career uh, um, should I should I be with this person in my life? That intuition tells you what it knows that you need within yourself because your intuition truly knows you. Your intuition is not um, influenced by outside things. Your intuition stems from you. It's a well that stems from you that flows from you. It doesn't it doesn't get convoluted from outside things. Now it can be very 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 small voice because especially if you're if you've grown to listen to society um what's on media um what your parents had domesticated you in or uh, in other words had force fed you and taught you to think like and live like 
And so a lot of times, um, you know, that voice becomes so small to the point that it's almost so faint that you don't even hear it. It doesn't, it doesn't even, sometimes you don't think it exists, but you know it exists because you'll be in a situation and when you didn't listen to your intuition, you always come out of that situation on the other side like, well, something did tell me not to get into this, you know? And a lot of times people equate that intuition to God, you know, especially people in the religious sect because it's like this small, still voice that tells you, you know, should you go through that room? Should you be in that relationship? Should you, you know, go after that career? Are you happy in a certain uh, in a situation in your life? Do you, do, you, do you love where you are with your health? It tells you that. It tells you. Now, we can dim it through other things and cover it up and, 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 and not listen to it and put louder voices in our ears that causes us not to hear it. But we have to set aside time to be able to really keen in on that intuition because the intuition is our guardian. It's like our guardian angel. It's telling us where to go and it's going to always lead us to what is good for us. It's never, it's literally the ultimate place of love, I believe, within ourselves that's going to lead us to greatness. Number four, be open to try new things and meet new people. Um, the reason why I put this in there is because the more new things that we try, the more we figure out more about ourselves. Okay. Um, so for once, um, if you, if you always wanted to play piano, you know, you can, you can, you can, you can, you know, buy a piano or get some lessons and you can notice small things about yourself, whether if you're competitive, uh, if you're a very extremely competitive person or if you're a very fearful person or if you're very easily frustrated or, or impatient. Anytime you try something new, a lot of times it shows new things about yourself, whether negative or positive. And um, it may not be something that is your purpose um, by trying those new things, but it might be something that you, you've always wanted to do. You always wanted to um, learn how to, uh, I don't know, play soccer, whatever it is, um, you know, uh, you just try it and, you know, and that will show certain things about yourself. And when you meet new people, obviously, it goes back to the third step of you'll be able to listen to what others say about you to find more and more similarities. Because the more people you meet, the more new people you meet, the more they're going to if they say the same things that other people that that you know that they don't know are still saying the same thing, it's going to reaffirm the things that other people have said already. And so that will give even more clarity to you to really understand that you are gifted in that area or you are really good in that area and you need to take upon that area and to um, step into it. Um, with fear, insecurity, whatever that you might have, but you still step into it because when you meet new people, they'll reaffirm a lot of the things that people have been saying. Um, and, and some people will tell you new qualities that maybe others haven't seen in you because, you know, as you change, you became more vulnerable. As you began to know yourself, you, be, you began to be more open. So they might see things that others haven't seen when you were a child, that you were more reserved or when you were in college and you wasn't trying to show who you were or you were trying to still figure it out. So as you meet more and more new people and you grow more and more mature, they start seeing more and more and more who you are and they can be able to tell you as you listen and then you can meet more and more people to confirm whether or not 
that is something that's true. Now, when you confirm it, you're not going to confirm it by asking people because people has a natural tendency when they're a friend or if they're a nice person to tell you nice things um, rather than tell you the truth. You want it to be something that comes out of them. Um, you want you want it you when a person is telling you about yourself and you want it to be true is when it's when it's natural, when it comes out natural. You don't have to seek it, you don't have to seek it, you don't have to ask for it. It's just something that they state. That's how you know it's something that 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 is um that you're filled with. So so what do you do when you feel like you're stuck though? And you're like, okay, I hear you what you said. You know, you follow your inclinations. You know, that's only rooted in rationality, not emotional impulses. You know, you listen to what others say about who you, who they see you are, and look for the similarities. You learn to listen to your intuition and follow its lead. Um, you be open to try new things and meet new people. But what if, okay, like you say, hey, I'm still stuck. I'm still stuck though. Like I get everything you're saying, but I'm still stuck. Well, I've noticed. Anytime that we get stuck in doing things that are very simple to do, very basic things, it's usually because of these five things that I realized that must be done to make the other things that I said much more solidified and and more clearer. And um, I'll start with, you have to forgive yourself for the lack of unconditional love towards yourself. You know, we grew up in a life in a society where... You know, you learn to, to, to try to be like others or uh, or you try to fit in places or, you know, you try to you try so much things because other people are trying it, but not because you wanted to try it um, or you or maybe you didn't try anything and you held back because maybe you thought you weren't good enough or you wasn't worthy enough um, or you had situations where you just felt insecure or unloved. And so you you hated yourself, your skin, your hair, your face, you know, your body, whatever, um, your culture. And so you never forgave yourself for that. And a lot of times when, when we don't forgive ourselves for not loving ourselves unconditionally, it blocks, it blocks our inner core from unleashing who we are to itself. Because it's almost like we've put a wall you know how like where people put a wall to outside people in relationships and situations and things like that? We can actually put a wall to our very selves. And so um, because we don't even want to be vulnerable with ourselves because we don't want to forgive ourselves for not loving ourselves unconditionally because we've done things that maybe we might regret. We've um, said things that maybe we regret. We even thought things, whether it was five minutes ago, that maybe we we regret, but we have to be able to forgive ourselves fairly quickly and knowing that we love ourselves unconditionally, you know, um, regardless of how fucked up we can be, we still have to be able to forgive ourselves and love ourselves unconditionally. And then next, you got to be able to tame the ego so that you can live driven, but with humility. Um, The ego is the ego, um, there's a book called The Ego, The Ego is the, is the Enemy, um, really good book, and um, the ego is something that needs to be tamed, it needs to be tamed, the ego is, the ego is like a pit bull that is 
a savage pit bull. Not a super nice, sweet pit bull, but a savage pit bull that you constantly, constantly have to keep on guard, away from the children or whatever. The ego is mostly irrational. And the ego is is not a bad thing. You know, it's not a negative trait. Actually, it's a very positive trait in us if it's tamed because we can use it for, for, for motivation, for drive um, in, in competitive situations um, and um, in fight or flight situations. The ego is usually a great driving force in those situations. And so the ego can give us that, that boost and that energy and that quick wit that we need in those common situations. But we have to be able to tame it. Um, you know, if you can't control your ego and your ego and you're very impulsive with that ego and you just kind of unleash it, you black out, you, you you know, when you get angry, you just go out and just or you easily get um, you get criticized and you automatically feel some type of way. Then you're not going to be able to really love yourself because you're not going to be able to know yourself either, because how are you going to be able to know yourself if you're very ego? Is causing you to not want to listen to your intuition, to your inclinations, and everything like that. Your very ego can do that. Your very ego can be like, you know, fuck all that. Like what, whatever he's saying, fuck all that. Not nah, mumbo jumbo. Fuck my feelings. Fuck my, my intuition. Fuck all that. I just want to get to this bag, or I just want to get this, you know, relationship, or this situation, or this mansion, or I just want to be happy right now. And so your ego is doing that. That's your ego saying that. That's your ego talking. You know, and so you have to be able to tame that part of you, be able to put it in the cage and tame it. And you unleash it when you need it in certain circumstances, like I said, in competitive circumstances and fight or flight circumstances, in circumstances where you need motivation or drive, whether it's you're working out and you need a little bit of ego in that situation or you're getting over something and you need a little ego to bleed in that situation so that you can get over it, you know, um, whether it's a heartbreak or whatever, to get over it quickly um, or quicker. And so the ego can be a, a beautiful driving force, but we have to be able to tame it. Um, we have to be able to tame it and so that our humility can, 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 can flow from it. You know, I say with humility because humility is important to have in life, to really ultimately have peace, to be able to put others before yourself, now, others, putting others before yourself doesn't mean everybody in the world, but putting others who you care about, who you truly deeply care about, um, being able to put them before yourself, um, you know, whether it's your customers, whether it's, um, you know, your family, you know, a significant other, whatever the situation is, being able to be selfless is a very peaceful, 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 blossoming powerful source of, of strength it, it really is it's 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 there's there's no greater compassion to, than to live a humble life there's no there's no greater love there's no greater self-love to than to be able to allow yourself to love others and put them before you so next is focus on being better than yesterday um you know most of the time people try to compete with others and there's nothing wrong if you're competing with someone in a competitive situation. You're boxing, you know, you're playing a video game, um, you know, you're one business and it's another business that's out there and you want to be competitive. I mean, it's a competitive market, you know, um, you're in the, um, you know, you're working out with somebody. Maybe you want to, you're com- 
you're competitive because you guys want to get better and stronger. So there's times to 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 be that way and to compare yourself with other people. But really, the true comparison is the person that you were yesterday. You always want to keep a step ahead of the person you were yesterday. You always want to make sure that today, who I am today, I love myself more today than I did yesterday. And you always want to keep that in mind because that allows you to live in the present. And and um, so, yes, the past matters because it teaches you what not to repeat. But the present is where you actually put into practice the things that you don't repeat, the new things that you want to do, the new things that the new paths and patterns that you want to build in your life that didn't work yesterday, uh, that, that, that caused you frustration, that caused you to be impatient, that caused you to get angry, that caused you to um, be unproductive. You know, you want to always compete with the person in the mirror and not just the person in the mirror in the present moment, but the person of yesterday. Also, do not allow your emotions to roll over you. This is huge. So much people allow their emotions to dictate their life. Your emotions are powerful. Their emotions are so powerful because everybody has their emotions on their shoulders. There's Even if you meet somebody and they're like, I'm un- they, they seem unemotional. Yeah, they're unemotional on the surface. But and now some people are more emotional um, out loud. But everyone is, is emotional. Everyone sits back and have emotions. Um, you know, everybody has different trigger points to those, to certain emotions, but everybody, we are emotional beings. We feel, and we feel deeply, um, depending on how we choose to in certain circumstances and situations, but we don't want our emotions to rule our lives because our emotions are very irrational. They're very impulsive. They're very uncertain. They're very confused because our emotions is dictated by our current perception and unfortunately we we don't always have the proper perception in what we're doing in our lives we don't always see what we should be doing how we should be doing it or how we should be looking at a certain situation so if we're looking at a situation in a certain way that doesn't align with reality then we're going to have an emotion that doesn't align with reality so it's important to not let your emotions to rule you. Try to be objective as much as possible. Next, find the difference between what is in your control and what is not. You know, um, if anything in life that you want to really understand and have peace with is Understanding that principle is to be able to know what you can control and what you cannot. We go through our daily life trying to control things that is not in our control. Situations, oh, I'm late to work because there's a car accident. Now I'm 30 minutes late, so I feel frustrated and I feel impatient and I'm angry. And hopefully my boss don't get mad. Whatever. There's so many things in our lives we can't control. Oh, um, you know... um, this person, um, they said something mean to me and I didn't like what they said, blah, 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 whatever the fuck case may be. Guess what? You can't control what other people say about you. Guess what? You can't control what other people try to do to you. Guess what? You can't control what happens externally from you. But you can control your response. But you can control your perception of the situation. But you can control your reaction in that situation. So 
it's always important to understand the the differences between what you can control and what you cannot because that's going to give you ultimate peace because the things you can't control you no longer have to worry about you don't you no longer have to be anxious about because you don't control it so you can let it go whether it's people whether it's situations whether it's circumstances you can literally let it go there's so much freedom in letting go and the things that you can control those things you can change and those things you can flip to your advantage you can leverage those things to your advantage you can be like okay well um i tend to be you know late to work all the time okay what can you change to make that happen get up earlier you know um head out you know 30 minutes earlier whatever the case may be you can you're able to change certain circumstances in your life to fit where you're trying to be. Now, guess what? What if you get up early? What if you do want to go to work early? But boom, God forbid you get in a car accident. Okay, are you going to be thinking about that job? Or are you going to be thinking about the fact that you're in a car accident and that you might have to go to the hospital? And are you okay? Are your bodies fine? So which one is matters? So it's priorities, right? So when it comes to control, you have to understand that the things that you can control, you only can focus on the things that you can control that you can prioritize. Um, because not everything you can control is important or the most important. Let me say that. They usually all are important, but they're not more important than other things. Um, and so knowing the difference between what you can control and what you cannot will alt- will bring you true peace in your life. Will, will really give you vision to know who you are, right? Because we you don't you no longer have to control how you know, think about how other people are viewing, how other people are judging you, how you look online or um, what this next person said, what this friend said, what they said in high school and college and work or whatever situation that you're in. You can really know who you are because you no longer care and focus on the things you can't control. Next. And last. (laughs) Never assume. Always seek for certainty. And if you don't find certainty, look for high probabilities. It is very important to know that in our lives, certainty sounds like perfection, but it's not perfection. Certainty is, 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 is true. Certainty is reality. Certainty is real. Um, whereas in assumptions aren't real. Assumptions never are real. You know, um, you know some people... We'll hear what I said before and say inclinations are assumptions, but they're not because inclinations is, is, is almost like a pull towards something, but you have no assumption of what's going to be the end result or, or, or what's going to happen because of it. You just fall, you're just going through that inclination. There's this desire, this deep yearning that's happening, and you're just following that yearning um, while your intuition is leading you. So, but assumptions. It kills so many situations for so many people because most of the time, if you don't have the proper perception, you can have the wrong assumptions. So why have assumptions at all? What's the whole point of having any assumptions at all? Either you know what is true or you don't. That's it. Uh, Because we're human, we're going to always want to have assumptions and create stories in our minds because... You know, we have that capability of doing so, um, but we don't know the truth unless we look for certainty. 
And if and then there are certain circumstances that maybe we can't find certainty in. So what do we do? Do we just give up us uh, cert, uh, to finding us fi- finding certainty, and just go with assumptions? No, <laughs> we give up certainty and we go with high probabilities. We seek things that have high probabilities, things that is closer toward the truth or closer toward reality than other things. That's not assuming. You you're gonna weigh it out on different factors. It depends on the situation, um, but you're gonna look at the high probabilities. Um, and then through that, you'll be able to make a wise decision, right? Now, if it don't work, that's okay. If it works, that's okay. Because you made it based off of the high probability. Now, you didn't have certainty, but you have high, you had high probability based off reality and truth, based off data, based off certain things, you made a high probability choice. You didn't make a choice based off assumptions, and so, with all that being said, you know, um, knowing yourself is it's a joy. It's a process. It's a part of life. And it's a continuation because as we advance and, and we continue to grow into maturity and, and fullness of life until we ultimately come to, a, to death, um, we're constantly learning who we are, you know, from our social from this, from a social aspect, from a mental aspect, from an emotional aspect, from a um, you know, psychological aspect, you know, we're learning the things that caused us trauma that maybe we didn't know that caused us trauma, right? That needs healing. We're learning things that is our gifts that maybe we didn't see that was our gifts. Um, we're learning um, you know, our talents. We're learning our desires, our deep, deep desires. You know, whether whether they're a little bit um, evil or a little bit or, or good we're learning that we're, we're growing and so knowing yourself is the beautiful journey of life it's not simply just pursuing after a passion and a purpose those are great things to do but you don't want to be so consumed with those things because anything can happen in your life that you know a basketball player can has a can have a purpose to play basketball but they get in a car accident and they lose their leg well i mean Basketball's out of the picture, you know, at least at the level that they were playing. So it's it's important to, yes, pursue after your purposes and your passions and things like that, which are great. But it's there's nothing more greater than knowing yourself because that can never be taken away from you from any external circumstances, um, any in- external situations. Um, so, yeah, let's all get to know ourselves. I'm out. What it do, what it do. Thanks for tuning in to Reality Knocking Podcast. Go ahead and follow me on all the social media sites, Instagram, um, at King Frandy. Um, go ahead and follow me as well on Facebook, Frandy Dortley. Um, and uh, let me know what you guys think. Leave comments, send messages. Please, please share the podcast. If you feel like you benefited from it, you got something from it, please share the podcast. Thank you. Appreciate it.